starts the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Allman. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music, life, and we culture. different eyes. Yo, 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 this is Dan Harsha, and this is the Guitar Gurus, and with me always is... Dan Alban here. How you doing tonight, bud? Man, I'm happy to be back, man. It is just, the, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't happening. know what else to say. <laughs> it, it's been a couple weeks since we've been in the studio, so it yeah. feels cool to be back home, checking out the new stuff that we got going on in here, and getting everything cranked up, man. Oh, yeah, it feels so good to be back in the studio with you, brother. Oh, man, yeah, dude, uh... So, dude, that's a Rocktoberfest, man. What an awesome show release wow. that was, man. What'd you think of it? That was, you know, I've had a lot of great days in my life, but that one is right up there, man. What a great day that was. It was, man. It was awesome. So many, so many cool bands, so many cool people. The crowd was great. The support was great. It was amazing. I just, it was surreal to a, to a point for me. I loved it. I bet, man. I bet, dude. Wasn't it though? Uh, for me, it did. The whole day flashed by for me, man. It was, yeah. We both lost our voices for a couple days after that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you heard me on the the Thursday preview show. I could barely talk, but I still, still did trying it. Still trying to get it in. <laughs> yeah, man, it was awesome. But, uh, dude, so. I saw your band Friday night, man. Yeah. Dude, it was awesome. Well, thank you for being there and supporting that, man. Yeah, man. We were out there showing support, having a good time. I had a designated driver. Oh, yeah. Getting it in. That's, I got it in good, man. Did it right. Had a DD. Had a couple couple beers. Yeah. Speaking of that, I got to do something, too, real quick. Yeah. Ah, popping that Ollie. Hey, that's where you saw us at. Ollie's Bar and Grill. It was, it was awesome, man. I had a great time, and, you know, thanks for that. Yeah, man, dude, I, it was an awesome time. Met some listeners there. Big, yeah. big shout-out to J.C. Moore and Amy Moore. Yeah. They were there sitting right behind me and my wife. Talked to them pretty much the whole night. Great people, man. Great people. Yeah, dude. Shout-out to Wesley. That's his son that plays guitar. He's yeah. Really cool. So it was cool, man, seeing them there, having yep. a good time. It was awesome, dude. Um, I can't wait for next year's Rocktoberfest either, man. I know, you know, it's like I already said I'm going. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> and it's October 3rd, 2020. We're all going to already be there. Let's go. That's right, dude. It's going to be real cool. The way this thing's growing, could you imagine what next year's going to be like? Insane, man. Insane. Insane, dude. But, dude, I just want a special shout out to Carly's Cutney for setting in with you, setting in with me while you were doing your thing. Yeah. She did a segment. Special shout out to Keith Grasso for setting in with me while yep. you were out doing your thing. You actually came in while he was doing it and relieved him too. So yeah. it was real cool. Yeah, it was great. Keith and Carly, thank you guys so much for being supporters and, and getting down in the chair and putting the phones on, man. Yeah. It was, it was great. I got to listen back to it when it premiered last week. And I was like, man, this I missed out on some good stuff. It, there was some stuff going on while you were going. You yeah. had no clue about it. I know Larry Ward, awesome man. That was so fun listening to you guys talk with him, and it was just great. And I think uh, uh, Vinny and Tom from Outside the Wire were on when when you had Keith on there. And right, we were talking about all their stuff, and then um, the legendary Pearl Jam story of me getting exposed at ten for the first time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to that story. It Good is a, it is a treasure trove of just good entertainment on that episode it really is 
really is. So if you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. Oh, yeah, man. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. But no, man, I can't wait for next year's because they're even going to have some other stuff going on that's even going to be cooler. Oh, I'm sure. Already planning. I'm man. sure. Island Music. Great job, guys. Dude, we all I could do is, man, this week's show to come back from all that, we set up a humdinger. <laughs> hum, a humdinger. A humdinger. Yeah. Yeah, humdinger. That's a different thing. I don't want to know about that. Yeah, I'm out of practice, man. <laughs> I haven't done this in a couple weeks. I'm out of practice a little bit. But let's just run down what we're going to do this week. We're back to the regular show. All right. So coming up, we have our standard guest, David Higgins, with the Southern Maryland Chronicle. That's right. For Higgy on the Beat. But what's special about this week is is we're going to get Tyler Brotherton on from the Route 4 band in just a moment. We're going to power up the Ollie's Barn Grill Soundstage phone system. We're going to get Tyler on because we all heard what happened at the Green Door. Yeah. So we're going to do Higgy on the beat. Then Higgy and Tyler are going to talk, and we're going to have a whole conversation about what happened down there and see what's up. Because I'm glad no one got hurt, but I want some first-hand up first account you know he was tyler was there he saw it happen exactly so we're gonna get a first-hand account that way there's no 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 bs no speculation right so that's gonna be a special higgy on the beat this week great then we're then we're gonna talk about the spoons meal that we got tonight to power us up to get the show done we're gonna talk about our meal it's awesome people are already responding on social media with it (laughs) so that's real cool so we'll do that. Then we're going to talk to Sean Kirkpatrick for Sean in 60 Seconds and see what's up in his world. Great. And that's awesome. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I can't either. So that's the standard show right there. There it is. There it is. But this week, coming back from the Big Rocktober Festival that shows we've had for the past couple weeks, I knew I needed to step my game up. So first up on the docket is Max Tucker. Guitar, guitarist for the Robbie Booth Band. Yeah. We're going to get Ollie's Bar Grill cranked up, get him on there, and we're going to learn his story. How awesome is that? I can't wait to talk to him. Featured guest one. That's one. one. Right. Then in between featured guest one and two, we're going to talk Island Music Guitar of the Week. Oh, she's hot this week, buddy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. That's what I'm talking about. It's Rat and Roll, baby. Yeah. Warren Demartini. I got the, I got that Charvel up in here in this camp, man. Mm. Let me just tell you, quarter song maple neck. Wow. That's right. So we're talking guitar of the week. Do that, man. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Then we're going to um, do the two for Tuesday shout outs powered by Jesse Wickline to Allied Renovations. Yeah, man. We're going to get that cranking, get him his plug and do his deal, man. It's That's right. Good. Two for Tuesday's back. Feels weird, right? It does, man. Yeah. Got to get cranked back in. But I love it. Yeah. Right. Then our final featured guest number two tonight is Eric Waffen, guitarist for the Bradley Turner Band. Yes. So I know you got a show this weekend coming up where they're going to be there. So. Yeah, we're, we're going to play with the Bradley Turner Band this weekend, so it'd be good to talk to him. Yeah, we're going to talk to him and see what's up, man. It's going to be yeah. awesome. All right. Dude, that's the, that's the show this week, episode 47. Can't ask for a better one coming back off of uh, the, the last week we had. This is a great episode coming up, guys. That's right, dude. So without further ado, I'm going to get the Ollie's Barn Grill Soundstage phone system cranking, and we're going to get Tyler on the phone. So give me some soothing tones while I get it cranked up with the new equipment on yeah, the Ollie's the, Barn Grill. The new equipment. 
Ollie's Bar and Grill, Soundstage Phone System, getting fired up right now to get Higgy on the beat from the Southern Maryland Chronicle. Coming right at you on the Guitar Guru We're Show. We're going to get Tyler on first. Well, yeah, and there's also Tyler Brotherton from the Route 4 band coming on at the same time. Got it. This is going to be crazy. We're cranking it up, doing a double call right out of the break, dude. Yeah, we're having a good old 4G here. Hello? Tyler, Stan from Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yes, sir. All right, dude. So this is what we're doing. I got you locked in on the signal. You're live on the air. Say hi to Albany. What's up, Danny? How you doing, man? <laughs> What's up, Tyler? How are you, brother? I'm good, man. Good, man. It's nice to have you on here. Thanks for spending time with us tonight. No problem, man. This is cool. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to place you on hold, and I'm going to get David Higgins on the phone from the Southern Maryland Chronicle for Higgy on the Beat. We're going to okay. check out his 10-ounce, 12-pack sampler, then we're going to talk about what happened at the Green Door. You hit for hanging out? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, dude. I'll, I'll get back to you in a moment. All right. All right, man. All right, David Higgins, Southern Maryland Chronicle coming right up. Dude, we're locking it in, dude. This is always dangerous doing these four-way calls, but I, I like it. It's cool. It's Higgy. What's Dan? Higgy, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. We're back, brother. How you doing? It's about time. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, dude. So look, I got Mr. Alban here with me. Say hi, Mr. Alban. Hi, Hi, Mr. Alderman. Hi, Mr. Alderman. Yeah. I, I tripped you both up with that. Yeah, it's, yes. it's good to have you back, <laughs> yeah. brother, man. It's it's nice yeah. to have you. I just I didn't want to have to do the news again this week. <laughs> yeah. You got a whole vacation out of doing it. I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> hey, so, so Higgy, we got Tyler Brotherton holding on the other line. I'm going to merge the calls together. Then we can jump in for your spot, okay? All right. All right. Let me merge. I'll stand by. All right. Hey, prepare to dock. That's yeah. All right, I think we got him. Tyler, are you there, buddy? Yes, I am. Come here. All right, Higgy, say hello. Hey, Tyler, how you doing? What's up, Higgy? How you doing, man? Not much. Not bad. Not bad. All right, All dude, right. we got it locked in. So, Higgy, man, Tyler's gonna hang out in the slot position until we get to the incident at the green door. Then we're gonna bring him in. So let's just kick it going, dude. All right. Good evening, Southern Maryland. I'm Dave Higgins for Higgy on the Beat, coming to you live from the Southern Maryland Chronicle newsroom. A beautiful fall weekend coming up, sunny, highs in the low 70s, nighttime temps right around 50 degrees. There's going to be a 30% chance of rain in the evenings. So let's get started with your 10-ounce 12-pack sample of what's on tap this weekend in Southern Maryland. Friday, 5 p.m. at the Hollywood Volunteer Fire Department, you have Rhythm and Riches 2019 with the Robbie Booth Band and the Amish Outlaws. 5.30 you have at p.m. at Lotus Kitchen in Solomon's, you have Kathy O'Rourke. At the Tiki Bar, 6.30 p.m., you got the 81 Run. And at the Rex in Leonardtown, 7 p.m., you got Latrice Carr. On Saturday, Mulberry Hill Farm in Huntington, Maryland, you have 12 p.m. Trilogy Acoustic. At 1 p.m., at the Jane Mark Winery in Brandywine, you have Nightcap. 3 p.m., at the Porter Leonardtown Winery, you have Joe Norris. And at 6.30 p.m., you have Tilly Monday at Tap House 1637 in California. On Sunday, Ruddy Duck Ale House in Piney Point. This is not the one in Dow. This is Piney Point. All right. Gretchen Ritchie at 11 a.m. Patty Reese at the Running Hair Winery and Prince Frederick at 1 p.m. You have the Bootleggers at 1.30 p.m. at the St. Mary's Oyster Fest at, uh, in Leonardtown. Okay. At 2 p.m., Fall Fest, Ape Hangers Bar and Grill in Bell Alton. You have Bradley Turner, Diving Face, Doc Martin, and David and the Dynamos. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we, your weekly music schedule is prepared by Lynn Arion with permission given to reprint the Southern Maryland Chronicle. And that's your 10-ounce 12-pack sampler for this weekend. Be sure to check out the entire local music schedule, which is released Thursdays at 4 p.m. on the Southern Maryland Chronicle and shortly thereafter on Facebook. Yeah, man. That's Great. a schedule, dude. Great schedule for this weekend, man. It's going to be beautiful, too. Right. Can't wait. A lot, lot of great stuff going on at the wineries, which I love to see. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you can get out there. I mean, these wineries are beautiful. So you just get out there, have fun. You got some nice acoustic music playing with some great bands that do the acoustic work. So it really makes for a fun time. Absolutely. That's right. Well, cool, dude. Well, let, let's jump into the news and let's jump into the hottest story in Southern Maryland. And unfortunately, that story is, is the incident at the Green Door this past weekend. That's why we got Tyler on the line. So, Higgy, you bring us up to speed of what you know, and then we'll ask Tyler what's up, what's up with what he knows. Okay. Um, for those of you that don't know, on Friday at approximately 9.30 p.m. at the Green Door Tavern in Park Hall, uh, Bay District Fire Department and St. Mary's County Sheriff's were dispatched to the scene of a motor vehicle crash involving a vehicle into a structure. Units arrived to find a vehicle that was almost halfway through the, the wall facing the road. Um, at the time, St. Mary's County shut down all traffic on Route 5, and it remained closed for approximately 90 minutes. Witnesses at the scene that I spoke with described hearing squealing tires and then a vehicle making about a 90-degree turn and going straight into the building. Another witness saw, uh, states that they saw the vehicle up the road further, traveling at an extremely high-speed rate prior to the crash. Um, units removed the driver from the vehicle and witnesses at the scene and the St. Mary's County PIO, Jason Babcock, confirmed that the driver of the car was extremely combative. Uh, he was eventually handcuffed to the gurney and he was taken to an ambulance where he was transported to a medevac and taken to an area hospital. There were two other people known to be treated um, from the PIO. He tells me one person was treated at the scene and another person had injury, does not know if they were treated, but from the report, it appears as if they were a passenger in the vehicle. Um, I spoke with Mr. Babcock this afternoon, Tuesday, and he says that charges are pending, but they have not been filed yet, and that they cannot release the driver's name at this time due to no charges being filed yet. Um, I'm assuming that they're waiting to finish this investigation up, make sure that all the, you know, I's are dotted, T's across, make sure that the full toxicology report backs. And then um, I, I'm expecting some heavy charges. Gotcha. Mm. All right. So, so Tyler, you were there, right, buddy? Uh, yeah, I was. All right. And you saw it happen, correct? Yeah. I, uh, actually, uh, I was sitting at the bar watching, uh, watching them set up. The first band was about to go on. And then we, we played after them. So me and my bassist, Frank, went outside to uh, grab our gear. And when we got our gear out of Alex's truck, we, we turned around and walked back to the door, probably 10 feet away from the door. We heard a car squealing tires. Completely just made like a 90-degree turn right into the building. And it sounded like a bomb went off. Mm. Wow. Okay. So you were so you saw the churn and everything. Oh, yeah. I Like, when I heard the... The tires squealing. I was like, "What the hell?" And then, like, I'd like me and my, my bassist Frank are just watching, like, 
this dude just go right into the building. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Did did time like seem like it slowed down and it like you know what I'm saying? Oh, I yeah, I thought like I was like still sleeping from the morning or something, and it was a dream because I just could not believe that that it that, that just happened. Yeah, it's very surreal, man, when it happens. Yeah, like, and my my heart was like coming out of my chest. First thing I did was. Uh, you know, ran inside and make sure everyone was all right. Because the, on the opposite side of the wall is where the drummer and bassist were setting up. And the drummer guy was just, uh, he was just, you know, tuning up and stuff, his snare and all that. And, like, I thought as soon as that car hit, I thought either the driver was dead or the drummer was very badly injured. But luckily, he, like, walked away. If he was there, like, where he was five seconds ago, I don't think uh, he'd be here today. Oh, wow. wow. So, so describe the scene inside the bar when you went in to check on everybody. What was the first thing that you uh, saw? Really, um, uh, I, me and Alex's girlfriend, like, were the first ones out, like, screaming, you know, where's Alex Ritaler? And I was like, well, I'm crying. And then I went to go check on drum, the drummer and all the band, other the bandmates and stuff. And but dude, it was it was foggy because the headlights were still on. Those antifreeze everywhere. Those just bricks were everywhere and. You know, those hams laying on the ground, pedal boards destroyed. The bass drum flew about 10 feet, and the head of that came off of it. And then, you know, the, uh, I remember the, uh, the speakers were kind of making a, you know, feedback noise, and it was, it was crazy. Oh, man. Wow. But, uh, you know, I, I first went in, right when I went in, I made sure everyone was all right. I grabbed my two guitars and Frank's bass and went out. And then, uh, and then you know, I guess the manager or whatever was like, everyone's got to get out now. And then that's when, like, you know, the fire, the fire um, department was was very fast. So I was very surprised they were there probably within five to seven minutes. Wow. But yeah, and then every, really from there, it was just everyone watching. And then eventually, um, the bouncer or whatever, because I still had my ID in the place, and I was like, well, dude, I need my ID. And then. So he went and got that, and then we were allowed to go around back, and then you know all the all the band, me, us, Route Four band, and the Young Swains. It was the Young Swains equipment, so like they had like their guitar heads and stacks and all that. So we were allowed to go inside, luckily, and uh, grab all that stuff and bring it outside. And then um, uh, my buddy Francis and Brandon and Young Swains. Uh, Francis was hitting the leg, knocked down. He was treated on the scene, and then Brandon, his shoulder was already messed up, and uh, he got knocked to the ground. And you know, he was he was hurt too. He didn't go to the hospital or anything. Francis did. Um, I don't I don't think there was a passenger in the car uh, when the guy hit the which. If the brick wall was not there, there was like a probably six foot of bricks right. on the bottom. If that brick wall was not there, there probably uh, people probably would have died, and that car probably would have. You know, been all the way to the back of the back of the bar. Wow. Man. That's yeah. Nuts, man. Did you see the driver get out and start being irate? Uh the driver he was unconscious when he hit and actually he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Uh he there was an empty liquor bottle in the passenger seat and then um he uh his his he was like leaning over he was basically it was like he was sitting in passenger seat his right hand was through the window the windshield mm. yeah and then uh actually our my drummer billy got into the back to make sure the car was turned off and then um 
but yeah, but really that's like good to happen all so fast. Like I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And then, you know, but you know, towards the night end when everyone's okay, which I don't, I don't know if the driver's okay, but I mean, I don't, I don't really care because I don't have any sympathy for people like that drinking and driving and all that stuff under the influence. But, uh, you know, we were all joking about and stuff, but yeah, I'm just glad no one got hurt, man. It was, it was, uh, it was gonna be a fun night. Place was getting packed, and we were excited. We had like three new songs to play, but you know, things happen. Yeah, I mean, we just we just want to say that we're glad that no one got seriously hurt for real. Well, yeah. the, the, also, uh, there's a, there was an ATM in there, and uh, if someone was at that ATM. That that ATM was like halfway across the bar when I walked inside too. Wow. wow. And then actually, Billy, you know. Thank God, like he did this earlier. He put his uh, symbols and stands and stuff right inside the door. Probably ten seconds later, the the car came through. Mm. Just shows you, man, how how any moment yep. something can happen. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And uh, I heard before too. Witnesses said uh, probably a mile before he got there, he was uh, he went over a median and I think he ran a car off the road. If that's what I remember, but. Uh, I think someone said he actually was on his way to Green Door. So I guess he, he miscalculated the parking lot. Well, yeah, slightly. Yeah, slightly. But man, I'm just, but, just... Yeah, man, I was I was very glad no one uh, no one got hurt. I mean, we had some uh, equipment that was um, damaged a little bit. Yeah. Mainly the young swings, but, you know, we're help- we started a GoFundMe page to help them out and stuff, so... Yeah, I've seen some support come in for all that, and I really like I like seeing that with the community. I mean, yeah, equipment yeah. can be replaced, man. That's all there oh, is yeah. to it. Yeah, that's what I said too. And the uh, the guy running sound for us, Jake with Instrumental, he was, you know, he had a, he probably had tw- 10, 12 grand worth of equipment there, and most of his stuff got like the major impact. And he was, you know, he was more like, uh, I'm glad everyone's okay. You know, the equipment can be replaced. And right. Wow, man. that's just yeah. nuts. Um, yeah. But yeah, as far as uh, they put him in the stretcher, and then he started fighting back, like when he woke up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would think after that, you know, he he knocked out or something. But yeah, he's the cop. There was about six cops around him, uh, and they were trying to push him down, and they finally uh, they handcuffed him to the stretcher. But yeah, he, he was yelling and fighting and cussing at the cops and all that. <laughs> wow, man, that's just an unbelievable night, man. Yeah, man, it was, was like I said. I thought I was gonna, you know, play some music and stuff, but you know, things happen. And hey, you get to play another day, though, man. That's the big. Yes, thing. yep, yep. That's what I said. Right. But, so where's where can we catch the Route Four band coming up next? Uh, we have a, we're playing a uh, Halloween show at uh, the Tribes Biker Gangs Clubhouse on October 26th. Wow. All right. <laughs> and uh, November 2nd, we have a, uh, a ho- another Halloween party at uh, Anthony's Bar and Grill in Dunkirk. That's just um, us, and then we have a DJ playing with us. Nice. That sounds like a blast right yeah. there. Yep. Gonna be fun. Sweet, Higgy. Do you got any questions for Tyler? No, I mean pretty much covered everything. Like I said, um, you know, I, I, I spoke with the PIO, and the investigation is still going head first. Um, so they can't put out too much information. 
Um, but he, he has assured me that as, as soon as charges are filed, the, they will be putting something out. Um, so they, I mean, they can't tell you too much right now because there have, there haven't been any charges filed other than basic information. I so. gotcha. Well, let's keep it, let's keep track of the story and let's report on it each week. That way we can keep abreast of everything. Yeah. Abreast. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Why not too? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Double the trouble. So that's awesome, dude. Well, Higgy, wrap it up, man. Say your ki- say your signature paragraph and then we'll take it home. Mm-hmm. All right, um, just a couple things. Uh, sports, as of this taping, the Nationals are going to be playing Game 5 of the NLCS, so next week we could be discussing World Series uh, for the yeah. first time. And over in the WNBA, congratulations to the Washington Mystics on winning their first WNBA title ever. Um, so don't forget to send us your tips at what's going on in your community, the tips at southernmarylandchronicle.com, and that's your weekly wrap on news and music. As always, follow the Chronicle on Facebook, at facebook.com forward slash SOMD Chronicle or www.southernmarylandchronicle.com for all your local, state, regional news, weather, and sports. And I will see you guys next week. Thanks, Iggy. Thanks, yeah, Tyler. Man. We'll check you guys. All right, guys. All right. All right, man. Good night, guys. Take it easy. You too. All right. All right. They're going to hang on the phone here. Yeah. There it is, dude. There's beep, 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 beep. Hung up. Right. <laughs> All right. Tyler Brotherton, Route 4 Band, on the scene. And sitting in with us tonight during Higgy on the Beat. You know, giving the firsthand account of the story that the Chronicle is telling us about. It's insane, dude. Yeah. So we want to thank Tyler for that. And we want to thank David Higgins, as always, every week for Higgy on the Beat, Southern American Chronicle. Get over, check them out. Make them your source. They bring nothing but factual news every day. That's right, man. Real factual. All right. That's right, dude. And check out the Route 4 band. These guys are getting out and doing their thing, man. Yeah, Anthony's Halloween Bash. Or if you're brave enough, you can go check out the biker place. Yeah. You can do that if you'd like. Sure. <laughs> yeah, man. They're just getting it in, man. That's right, man. Everybody's God, what, got. Everybody's going to have a good time. Dude, what a crazy night that was for him, man. Yeah, I can only imagine, man. Coming within seconds of just pure disaster of people actually losing their life. I just I don't even want to talk about it. It's I know. Just, scary, dude. It's scary. Scary, man. So we here at the the Gurus would just like to say we're very glad that no one got hurt. Yeah. Or, you know, to a degree that, I mean, there was no serious, you know. Right. You know what I'm trying to say. Exactly, dude. Let, well, dude, let's transition to Spoon's Barbecue Meal Review. Yeah. They, they hooked it up this week. We took a break for a minute while we were doing our things. You were away for vacation, so we got our first meal back, and what a great one it was, man. Oh, yeah. Coming back from vacation, walking in there to pick up the meal, and the first thing I hear was, how was your vacation? Yeah. Yeah, see? that's right, man. Keeping it personal. Asking me how my vacation was before they even asked me if I want a beer. Because they don't need to ask me if I want a beer. They, <laughs> they just get it for you. just put it in front of me. But, uh, yeah, Spoons, they brought it, man. It was... You know, missing a week, it felt like it felt like we missed a month, even though it was only a week. Right. That's how much I look forward to it. It's just I walked in, I was like, ah, oh, here I am, yes. All right, hook us up. That's right, dude. And they did. They hooked us up. Yeah, what did you have? I had the all American burger, man. I had the oh that burger's so good, man, with the bacon and the cheese and the 
fresh beef and all that good oh, the, stuff. Oh, the completely fresh, never frozen beef. Absolutely right. cooked, cooked perfectly. The bun is amazing. The whole deal. Pickled cucumbers on the side. Oh, I love those things. I could just make a meal out of that. Right. And I saw you had the... Shrimp fried rice and the, and the hamburger salad. The hamburger salad. That's right. The Big Mac in a bowl, baby. Yeah, I had that and shrimp fried rice. Yeah. I'm in heaven, man. I'm we have... Heaven. The shrimp fried rice is a staple every week, no matter what. Like, pretty much. It goes with everything. That's, that's how much we love it. Yeah, that's my appetizer, even though they sell it as a meal. <laughs> yeah, it is a meal. <laughs> I know, but I, I'm a glut. Yeah. <laughs> So they hooked us up, man. They hooked as it always. up, man. I love those guys. Boone's Barbecue, Rosewood Shopping Center, La Plata, Maryland. Check them out. Great parking lot. Great situation. <laughs> you pull in. Oh my God! I'm still park. La- I'm still laughing at that. Dude, it's a great. It is a great parking, parking lot. lot. Come I on, know. man. You can't deny me that, man. That is the truth. Dude, there's, there's some bad ones around, but I'll take that one every day. <laughs> Check them out. Spoons Barbecue, yep. Rosewick Crossing Shopping Center, La Plata, Maryland. Their guru approved. Go in there and say, hey, the guru sent me. Where? What, can, what should I eat? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they'll take you. And we're in that time of year where that, that new patio, this is the perfect time for that patio. Yep. Oh my goodness! Damn Sit man. out. You can drink out there now. Smoke your cigarettes. You smoke yeah, cigarettes. that's right. I'm gonna walk by and put my cigarette out in your hamburger. Yeah, <laughs> like a, like the dragon lady on the commercial. Yeah. See, the young kids don't Welcome. know about that. <laughs> But to sit out there with your beer, like on a nice afternoon or something, man, it's perfect. So get over there and check them out. Tell them we sent you. They'll take good care of you as always. Right, man. Definitely will, man. I love Spoons Barbecue, man. Hell yeah. Been with us for a long time, and we appreciate all the support they give us. We give it back to them, and just love <laughs> yeah. them, man. And, and I love that the people are going to check them out. That's right. And it's cool, man. So, dude. And we're cranking along, and we're going to get our cool buddy Sean Kirkpatrick on for Sean in 60 seconds. What yeah, do you think? I'm ready, man. So give me some soothing tones while I get this new thing cranking on the Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone since I'm still figuring out the kinks with the iPhone 11. Yeah, <laughs> the new iPhone. Yeah. All right, here we go. Sean in 60 seconds brought to you by the Southern Maryland Guitar, 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 Guitar Guru Show. I'm watching Dan Harsha fumble with his iPhone 11 right now. And I think he's got it figured out. Should be ringing momentarily. It's ringing, dude. It's just weird, man. I don't get it, man. Well, you just hit call somebody and you talk on the phone. Well, the way that it's, it's set up at the soundstage phone system's insane. Good evening, gurus. Hey, Sean, what's happening, bud? Uh, you know, I'm just sitting in the attic of a house built in 1783 trying to find the scariest video on the internet right now. How about you? I, think, I should be where I, you are. I think you're living the video. <laughs> Dude, can I come by can I come by after after the taping tonight and just try to help you with that? I mean, yeah. I Are you legit? I'm, I'm already on the deep web right now. Like I got tour browsers up and everything. All right. I don't know I don't know where else to go. All right. I'm seriously coming by after I get done here tonight. All right, give me a call. Hell yeah. There it is, man. Got something going on, man. Hell yeah, man. Sean Kirkpatrick, how the hell are you, my friend? I am tired, to be honest with you. Yeah, I can hear it. We had a ridiculous weekend that was completely fueled by Elijah Craig, because I drink it, but they ain't paying me for it. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Oh, man. Dude, I love having you on the show every week, man. (laughs) I love being here, man. It's great to be back. Had a weekend, had a week off. Oh, well, sort of. Yeah. 
Last week's episode ended up sounding really good. That was that was tight. I like listening to everybody's uh, every, everybody's part. I haven't heard the whole thing yet, but I, I've listened to like probably a good hour and a half of it. Dude, it, the show started off super awesome. Got that backstage kind of vibe from Lit doing their sound check song. They got to talk to Jeremy. How awesome was that? Yeah, that's insane, man. That's just nuts. And that, dude, <laughs> that dude was down to earth, man. He was just hanging out, man. It was really cool. Yeah, and chill, he came man. over, sat down. He sat down right in front of us, and I went, uh. I, I, <laughs> well, dude, I we, wasn't expecting this. I don't know what to say right now. But I think it was real cool because we didn't even bring up the band. We no. just talked about everything else. No, which was we want cool. to talk to him about right. him. So. so I think that was awesome. So you hey, guys. I'm sorry. One of the first things that um, that I noticed or that really like stuck out to me when they when they were doing their performance was how um, how he was talking about how he uh, they they booked the gig and saying that he was like real supportive of the um, all the funds going towards like schooling and music programs and stuff like that in the county and just like the speech that he gave. I mean, it even made me feel proud about it. You know, it's like man, that's cool shit. They were doing. Really, like I didn't really realize how much how much of it is actually going towards the kids, you know, and it's really, it's just awesome to see it actually, like, flipping eyelids in particular. I mean, you, you can already see what's, what it's, what's, what it's doing, you know? Yep. There it is. I mean, it's, they were very genuine about what, you know, what they said about supporting, they're genuine about it. It's true. And yeah. I think the five years previously at the Rocktoberfest, I think they've raised over a hundred grand towards the schools in the last five years. Oh yeah, that's, that's serious. And I know some, last Saturday crushed that. That was the biggest day I've seen there. Oh man, yeah, dude, that was absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> the community support is off the hook for this event because everyone knows where it goes, and we all believe in it. We want to support it. It was amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I still have no words. It's just, for yeah. how, how incredible it is. Yeah. We all had such a great time, man, hanging yeah. out with everybody and seeing everybody. I, I didn't barely get to talk to you at the festival, Sean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, I'm, like I said, I mean, I'm like like butter scraped over too much bread, but we had um <laughs> we had we had to play the winery earlier in the day, so I got there like right before we were supposed to start, and uh, the guy that had the key to unlock the gate for us to load our stuff in was playing in Pork Donut. He was the drummer for them, so like. We were just standing there by the gate waiting to get in for like 15, 20 minutes. Wow. And at one point, like right when I was about to just, go, just walk around and go in the front door so I could go say hi to everybody, right then was when somebody else came over and locked the gate. I was like, all right, let me get to work. Yeah, let's get it set up, all right? Did you get to stop yeah. by and see the booth though? Oh, of course. Yeah, you were, I, stopped, I stopped by like three times. Yeah, you uh, don't remember that? I did. It's a blur, man. He had a couple beers, Sean. <laughs> he had a couple beers. Dude, I, I, everybody kept bringing me that Rocktoberfest brew. So if you, if you notice in the show, as, as you listen to the show, it goes downhill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, harsh, it gets worse. I get better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I got to listen back. I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Trust dude, me, dude, it's all there, It's man. all there. We're spilling beers and shit. And it all went down. Did, yeah. did you listen to the Carly spot? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, dude, you need to just... If, yeah, as soon as we hang yeah. up, just go listen to that, like, right now. Dude, no, don't listen out. to that in the attic, man. Trust me. You're going to summon the demons if you do this. Oh, man. Perfect. All right, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's the scariest situation you've ever been in in real life? 
Wow. Where oh, was that wow. question from? That's Sean in 60 seconds. Oh, that, yeah. Scariest situation that I've ever been in in real life. Hmm. Hmm. Let's go with... Uh, or paranormal. Does it have to... Oh, okay. It has to be paranormal. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't can, have to be or yeah. it can be. We can do a whole show on the paranormal. <laughs> well, okay. So when I was uh, when I was a kid, I used to skateboard all the time and we had like a bunch of skateboard ramps set up in my driveway and we were out there and we were jamming out it was like 10 11 o'clock at night and we had the, the street lights and the flood lamps up on the driveway and we were playing rancid cds um out come the wolves and just just shredding right right and having a great time with me and like two of my other buddies and i live on i lived on this street that was like completely covered in potholes like every like we in the 10 11 years or 12 years that we lived there we had two trick-or-treaters because people were too scared to walk down my road all right wow yeah and i mean it wasn't like far away from the neighborhood it was still a part of the neighborhood it was one block over if you walk one block over you could find kids filling the streets but none of them would go down my street and so this night we're sitting there i'm skateboarding in the driveway outside my parents aren't home my dad, my dad's out doing a gig. My mom decided to go with him. I'm old enough to stay home by myself. No big deal. Um, we're skating, and there's this light in the top of the woods shining down. Or like it was just like a luminescent light. It wasn't like necessarily shining or emitting a beam or anything like that. But it was just floating up and up in the trees. And one of my buddies notices it and points it out, and we kind of stop what we're doing and uh, look up and try to figure out what the hell's going on because it's not one of our lights it's way too high up there there's no way we could have gotten up there there's nobody anybody else could have freaking climbed up there it was like 50 feet up in the air and then uh it just drops straight down to about five feet above the ground right in the bushes and as soon as that happens me and the other kid just the other kids just bolt into the house we're fucking done like yeah. as soon as i it was like game over <laughs> and for the next like two three years we were convinced that there was a creature in the woods right across from my house nice and uh we even had like a fort built in there i i even wrote stories about this thing for school projects and stuff like that it was crazy and um at one point my buddy got a camera like a camcorder old-fashioned vhs camcorder and uh he got a fucking video of this creepy looked like a witch almost but it was like way too tall and just huge hunched over in like black robes caught it on video and we were about to send it in or something and his mom apparently erased it the next day and i was like how the hell does that happen but i remember i saw it myself so but man in that woods yeah wow. yeah in those woods and two years or three years later after you know i kind of you know, grew up a little bit and kind of just tried to convince myself that it wasn't real, that none of that stuff ever happened. I had this beagle that ran that ran away all the time, ended up getting caught in a briar bush in those woods at two o'clock in the fucking morning when I was home by myself for a whole weekend. Oh no. I'm like 15 years old, man. I'm like, oh, all right, Sorry I'm good. I've done this before. Like, I love my dog. I can hear him. He's out there. He's howling. It doesn't sound right. You know, he's been howling from the same spot. Like, he get, he used to get out all the time, and he would just come home two days later covered in mud and ticks and fleas and shit and fucking all sorts of other types of matter from the woods that we didn't want to touch but had to wash off of him. 
but I, I could just tell the way that he was screaming that he was or the way that he was barking that it was he was he was stuck so i i mustered up all the courage i had i i grabbed a flashlight i went out into, into those woods and that night like i mean i'm I was literally about to shit myself. I was like crying, but I could hear the dog. I'm following through the, I'm like walking through the woods and everything's scaring the shit out of me. And thank God I was about to run out of those woods and I saw somebody driving up the road and the headlights from their car actually lit up the woods enough to the point where I could actually see where the dog was. And he was in, it stuck in like a vine that was wrapped around the briar bush. And I had to, I had to sit there and like, climb through the briar bush through into the vines and, and pull the dog out man and then as soon as i got got a hold of him i was like just crying bloody and just ran my ass into the house went inside and just shook in the corner for like 20 minutes until i got my bearings straight again wow dude what a great fucking story yeah man damn what was the dog's name sid, sid. yeah he's actually still kicking sid vicious sid is still kicking yeah, he's named after Sid Vicious. Wow. Dig it. Dig yeah, he's a little it. asshole, too. I was going to say, what if, like, you said the car lights went by and you couldn't see your dog, and then you, you finally gave up and you found out the dog was still in your house? That would, that would be freaky as shit. Uh, yeah, you'd go sleep in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> the dog was the creature all along. Yeah. Wow, dude. dude what, a, what a wild, wild freaking story, man. Yeah, dude, all of October long, Sean has to give us some um, scary stories. Yeah. I could do that. I can, uh, dude, I'll, I'll share mine one day on the show. Nice. It's October right. time, dude. We're going to do it. I had one on vacation last week. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were at uh, our place in the woods that we, we go every year. And uh, real quick, I'll make this fast. I was taking a shower. And it had one of those glass shower doors with the obscured glass. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, I'm taking a shower, and I seen somebody walk past the shower door. And I figured my wife coming in there, you know, because she always does that when I'm in the bathroom taking a shower. She comes in and does whatever. Right. So I waited a minute. I was waiting for her to, like, because she usually starts talking to me when she's in there. So, okay, I see something walk by. I was like, oh, she's going to ask me a question that I can't hear because the water's running. It's the same thing we go through all the time. What was that? I can't hear you. So I didn't hear her say anything. And, uh, you know, I finished up. I got out, came out of the bathroom, and I went in the bedroom. And I said, hey, did you come in the bathroom? She goes, I've never, I haven't left the bedroom. I went, then who the hell just walked past that shower door? She goes, it wasn't me. And she she won't, she won't she doesn't know how to mess with people like that. She just goes, oh, I didn't, what are you talking about? I didn't leave the bedroom. I was like, all right, wow. well, somebody just walked past the shower a few minutes ago. So um, just be on the lookout for that. Because <laughs> there's someone else roaming around in here, and it's not me or you. Wow. That happened last week. Well, I don't think she has to worry about it, because apparently the ghost got the hots for you trying to get to peek at you in the shower. Oh, yeah, dude. They, they, got, a, they got an eyeful. <laughs> Lord, dude. That water was cold. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Jeez. All right, dude. Well, Sean, dude, what a way to bring it back. First time back since the break, man. Appreciate you tonight. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, brother. I'm going to hit you up when I get out of here. All right. I might be asleep, and if I'm not, I'll, I'll answer. <laughs> there it is, dude. All right, dude. Sean in 60 seconds. We'll see you next week, dude. Take it easy. Peace. 
There it is. Awesome, man. Dude, the Ollie's Barn Girl soundstage phone system's cranking tonight. It man. Sounds great. It really does. It's just doing its thing. Well, dude, we've been rapping 43 minutes already. Almost yeah, 44, man. Yeah, that's cranking. About, that's about right. About right. About we're gonna, right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We're going to get our first featured guest on. Mr. Max Tucker, Robbie Booth Band. Robbie Booth Band. See what's going on in his world and, and check out what his story is. I'm curious. Yeah, me too, man. Can't wait to hear it. So this is cool, dude. What do you think? Take a um, break? Yeah, definitely take a break. Cool. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, Southern Maryland's number one choice for Music Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Yo, 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 Albin, let's talk construction. All right, Mr. Harsher, what's up? Our good friends at Allied Renovations can offer the best value when it comes to replacing your home's exterior, whether it be your roof or facade. Did you know that? How does he do it? Streamlined operations. Jesse and his team have been part of the roofing community since 2015. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, Jesse has some of the deepest roots in our community. Did you know that? Why does that matter? Because you don't have to worry about the here today, gone tomorrow contractor schemes that are out there. You know he's going to be around. That's some great stability. Yes, it is. So if and when the time comes, your home needs help with its roof or facade, please don't forget to contact Jesse Wickline at Allied Renovations. That number is 301-399-7031. Once again, that number is 301-399-7031. They are waiting for your call. Broadcasting from our 100 gigawatt radio internet thing that plugs into something else. It's WTUR, the Guitar Gurus. We see each other through different eyes. Oh yeah, we're back from break, man. It's cranking along tonight, man. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Dude, yeah. Dude, the first part of the show went all fabulous, man. I love talking to Higgy, Sean, and then we had Tyler on. Talk about the Green Door incident. Yeah. I mean, that's huge news, man. We got yeah, to talk it about it. So that's awesome, dude. Show's cranking along, man. And we're getting ready to get our first of two featured guests on this week. All right. We're about to get Ollie's Barn Grill Soundstage Phone System cranking and get Max Tucker on the phone, man. Let's get it so, on, Dude, man. I'm ready, dude. Then we're going to talk Guitar of the Week. Then we'll take another little break. Come back, do the Jesse Wickline Allied Renovations 2 for Tuesday shout-outs. And then we'll bring it home and talk to Mr. Eric Wathen of the Bradley Turner Band, man. What do you think? Let's get it all, man. All right, man. I'm going to get it cranking. Give me some soothing tones, sir. All right. Here we go. Max Tucker coming up next. Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show brought to you on the Ollie's Bar and Grill phone soundstage system. I probably said that backwards, but that's okay. Oh, dude, it's cranking, man. It's cranking. We're doing it. Come on, Max. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, hey, Max, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Absolutely, man. Dude, you're coming in loud and clear, man. How's it? I'm Albin. Say hi to Max. Hey, what's up, Max? Happy to be on here, man. I'm glad to have you, buddy. Hey, I'm just as glad to be on here, too. You're the first one that's come out and busted harsher with his own catchphrase at the beginning. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. another first. (laughs) Dig it. Dig it, dude. That means he listens to the show. That's right. <laughs> it's it's a great show, man. That's dude. I'm glad we got you to join us tonight, man. It's really cool. Um, we've talked to Tony. We've talked to Robbie. Now we're talking to Max. <laughs> we complete the circuit, man. That's right. 
Yep, about time. <laughs> but, hey, you dude, it's it's crazy how this show is taking off and the, how the guest thing goes down, man. It's insane. Yeah, you guys have had some uh, good talent on there. Yeah, man, dude, all of Southern Maryland's all behind us, man. It's really cool. It's really cool. Well, dude, <clears throat> with your first time on the show, we always do the backstory. So we want you to tell us how, when you started playing music, why you play music, and how it led you to be in the Robbie Booth band. So I'll turn it over to you, man. Let's hear from you. Cool. Um, Yeah, so when I was about three, uh, my dad actually got a guitar, and it was, you know, something to tinker with around the house. And uh, I was always fascinated with it. And I remember, uh, you know, always coming up to him like, Daddy, can I touch it? And he always be like, no, get your own, you know. <laughs> get your own. <laughs> and uh, then my brother got a guitar. So, of course, I really wanted one. And uh, my grandma got me one for Christmas when I was five years old. And uh, I haven't looked back since. <laughs> wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Starting that early. That's incredible. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I had, like, a couple seizures throughout the years, and, um, you know, my dad got me hooked on, like, a lot of classic, like, prog rock and stuff, and, like, he got me really into Yes when I was, like, 10 years old, and Zeppelin and Pink Floyd and all that stuff, and grew up just absorbing that stuff, learning how to play. Right. And then uh, my neighbor, when we moved down to uh, King George, our neighbor uh, happened to be a jazz drummer, and so he started inviting me over, and we would have like jam sessions and stuff, and that's kind of where I learned how to like improvise and got like a good sense of rhythm. And then so when I went into high school, I joined the jazz ensemble and started forming bands in high school and stuff from there, and started kind of cutting my teeth a little bit, getting some experience. And right. then fast forward a few years to junior year in high school, and uh, I see this kid named Robbie Booth who started playing with a couple of uh, Southern Maryland people that I've heard of. So I give him a follow on Instagram. And Robbie follows me back. And next thing I know, he uh, slides in my DMs, as the kids call it these days. And uh, he says, hey, my name is Robbie Booth. I'm looking for a guitar player. Uh-huh. Nice. Wow. So that's that's sort of the, the last couple of years summed up. <laughs> Dude, that's great. Those Those early influences, I really respect that, man. Yeah. Getting turned on oh. the prod rock early like that. I didn't think uh, uh, people, for, I don't want to say young people, but people from the generation like with you guys, I didn't think we're exposed to a lot of that like we were. And it's good to oh, hear man. that. I love hearing that. Yeah, there's there's actually a lot of kids in this generation that are listening to it. Like, I was surprised because, you know, when I was like in elementary school, you know, my dad's got me listening to like Dark Side of the Moon and Wish You Were Here. And then, you know, like when I started getting in high school, everybody else was listening to that stuff, too. And it's, it's pretty yeah. awesome to see that stuff coming back. Right. It makes me smile like you wouldn't believe, man. <laughs> it makes me happy. Right. So those are yeah. good influences, man. And, and then uh, having, uh, like, the, like you said, the neighbor with the jazz drumming, that's a great, great influence, too. They yeah, just it's, expand it's... the possibilities of what you could do on the guitar that, you know, you may not have thought of or whatever. Um, yeah. So if if you had your your way, what would you primarily like to play? All what do you play when you're when you're by yourself a lot? What, um, what style of music? <laughs> what style of music? Yeah. Uh, guitar music. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. But uh, uh, it's 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 sort of like a combination of all that frog rocky stuff that you know, like whenever we're at practice. And uh, before Robbie shows up, like me and uh, Cecil, our drummer, our bass player, and Donovan, we'll all get together and start jamming. And it's just like, you know, like heavy, like proggy, like crazy stuff. 
different and, uh, like time signatures and all that good stuff and changes and all the things yeah. I like so much <laughs> running scales <laughs> and <laughs> all, all the stuff that we don't play right. <laughs> and Robbie shows up and just ruins all the fun you know Right, yeah, guys. no, screw that guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, got, I love Robbie. He goes, yeah, I got I got air conditioners for sale. Yeah, we do too, man. We're just having fun. But love them, man. It, it's just awesome to hear, you know, you started early age and all those influences. I, it just really, really just makes me happy to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it was an awesome education getting uh, turned on all that stuff so young. Right. Did so. your dad have a constant flow of players coming through the house? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, uh, I guess for those of you, uh, who aren't familiar, um, so my dad, he's, he's retired, uh, police officer now, but he has gone on and he's always had a knack for woodworking. And so he has a luthier shop and it's a uh, PST guitars. And so growing up in that environment, being a guitar player was really fantastic. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's always had people coming in and they're, always the best people they're always offering advice and trying to help you out and you always get to see some really cool guitars coming through that door you, you never know what's going to come through wow and yeah. uh you know he's he's had like 52 less Pauls and like really just crazy rare things that like you know only so many copies are made of and then you see like all these new crazy things it's it's awesome <laughs> mm. wow Right, he's the one that made that that um, guitar that it, Max plays. That has. Tell us about your guitar, man. Okay. Um, yeah. So I got a couple of PST Tellies. Uh, the one that gets the most pictures is uh, it's got an American flag on it, and uh, her name is Liberty. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's all the the top is all hardwood. There's uh, pearl inlays for the stars, and um, yeah, the neck is uh, Coca-Bolo, which is like sort of a type of ebony, and the back is flame maple, and the body is Sapelli, which is uh, sort of a type of mahogany. And he uses a lot of like crazy exotic woods in his builds, and uh, they have like a lot of cool figures and things to him. And uh, he does a lot of cool things with that. I got a few tellies uh, sort of similar to that, and he just made me a strap for my birthday. Nice. Awesome. Wow. Did he, so. did he mod it out all gnarly for you? Actually, it's not not too dissimilar from a normal Strat. It's just got uh, like regular Seymour Duncan's, the ones that they use in the David Gilmore signature. Yep. And uh, just yeah. one volume and one tone knob because yep. I'm too stupid to use two tone knobs. <laughs> oh, come no, on, not, man. man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> and yeah, it's just a really well put together Strat, you know. And sometimes it's all you need, and it just it just sounds perfect with the rig that I have. Yeah, dude. To, um, I hate to jump in the gun on the guitar bit, but I just was trying to plug your dad and his builds. So, oh, absolutely. Let, yeah, let me get back. Tell him my birthday's coming up too. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, you might uh, you might have to uh, ask him what you can get. <laughs> yeah, I want I want a Gilmore Strat. Yeah, Alban wants the good guy discount. Yeah, give me the good guy discount. You know? We'll have him on the show. You know. I love it, dude. <laughs> Dude, so so Mac, what's Max? What's the vibe in your band? What are you guys talking about when the instruments aren't playing? You guys are just Josh and backstage. What are y'all chatting about? What's going on in the Robbie Booth band that everybody needs to know about? Oh, we uh we pretty much just roast the crap out of each other twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, busting <laughs> balls. I'm like, that's right. Yeah, we uh no, we, like everybody loves each other in that band. I, they're all my best friends, and you know, I've grown up 
being around Robbie, especially uh, for the longest time. And a couple of people have come and gone, but the group that we have right now is just everybody is awesome. And they're all so talented individually. And uh, like I've played one on one with them all individually. And it's just like everybody has their own unique connection to what we have going on. And um, yeah, they're, it's a great group of guys. And when we're not just, you know, busting each other's balls, we actually talk a lot of like philosophy and theology with each other, which oh, is pretty cool. Gets a little deeper so get, uh, in there. Yeah, we get we get in some deep conversations sometimes. That's and, awesome, uh, man. You know, and then we start making fun of each other's moms and stuff right after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you guys do it what the rest of us do. We just we don't talk about it that much. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's great. That, when you can do that, you're, you've got a good unit there, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's awesome, man. I love everybody in that band. Right. Yeah. Yeah, mom jokes never get old. No, not at all. Here, I got an off the off the case question for you. Uh, do you do you like baseball? No, no. <laughs> all right, moving uh, on. Uh, the only sport that I really get into is uh, tennis. Wow. Okay. Great. So we're gonna move on back from sports back to music, it, right? <laughs> and uh, if, if you're gonna make an Orioles joke or something, I'll uh, I'll trash Robbie's teams all day just because uh, <laughs> I like to make fun of them, but. <laughs> Nah, don't worry about it. Right, I was just joshing around. Man, who's your favorite tennis player? <laughs> Roger Federer is mine. Yep, Monty. Yeah, dude, dude's you know, a beast, I'm old, man. I'm like, is Andre Agassi still playing? Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> you, you are showing your age I'm with old, that. I'm old as shit, man. John McEnroe, he's great. <laughs> nah, Federer's a beast, dude. He'll destroy your ass yeah, on the court. Yeah, he he's badass, man. I mean, I try to watch Wilmington every year around the 4th of July. But, all right, that's enough about right, that. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Sorry, Max. Thanks, Max, for bringing <laughs> up tennis. Appreciate that. Hey, so, dude, live shows. Where can we catch the Robbie Booth Band next? When can we catch you on stage? Where are you guys playing at? So I'll, uh, I'll promote the uh, the last big show that we have coming up this month. Uh, it's actually this Friday, which I believe is the 18th, if I'm uh, correct. Right. And, uh, it's, uh, it's over at the Hollywood Firehouse. Uh, we're playing with a band called the Amish Outlaws, and it's an yeah. event uh, called Rhythm and Riches. And uh, we play at 6 o'clock, and it's this really awesome big event that they have there every year, and it's awesome. They bring out tables, and, you know, they feed you. And it's, you know, uh, if you've ever been in the upper part of the Hollywood Firehouse, it's just a gorgeous place. You can look out through these big windows and everything and set up a nice stage. Yeah, yeah, but, that, uh, that's where they have the wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, you can buy tickets uh, through rhythmandriches.com, I believe. Um, and yeah, it's it's going to be an awesome event. We're looking forward to it. We've uh, played with the Amish Outlaws a few times, and they're an awesome group of guys. They're really nice, and they're really fun to play with. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. All right, and that's this Friday. Yep. Yep. Friday, we hit at six o'clock. Nice. Nice. Didn't mind to check it out. Have to see how the schedule goes. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, that's that's always an awesome one. We've done that a couple times, and it's a blast. Right? Does Robbie ever let you sing any songs? Uh, he used to, but we quickly found out how much of a mistake that was. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I if, if if I could sing, I would, but uh, they start they started taking away my microphone. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> no, I no, I, 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 uh, I'm I'm better at playing guitar, and I, I like it that way. I'll let Robbie do it. He's good at. Right, he's, he's he's a lot better at it than I am. So, uh, I just think it's fun to ask that question. I always like to hear the answer. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> when we're like uh, messing around in the garage and stuff, we'll we'll do some stuff. But you know, Robbie Robbie's got a perfect voice, so you know he's he's might as well do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Um, so, all right. So do your rig rundown, man. Give give all the guitar players listening what what they can expect to to see in your gear when they come see you play. What's your gear? So uh, yeah, PST guitars. I uh, got to plug that again. Okay. Uh, got a couple tellies and strats, and they're fantastic guitars. And I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. It's sort of like uh, like you ever like picked up a vintage guitar and you know how it just has that feel to it. Yeah. It's like every time you make something, it's got sort of that feel. Like it's it's got a personality, and that's that's what I love so much about my dad's builds. Is everything just has like this personality to it, and uh, you kind of learn how to work with it. So, PST guitar stuff. Um, I've actually I play uh, amps made by a guy up in Fredericksburg. His name is a uh, uh, Staller, and um, a lot of it's like AC30 based. I have a. a Fender basement bass kind of amp and they sound awesome and uh, I used to run them in stereo but bringing two amps to a gig isn't always the best thing to do right <laughs> you know especially like killing people with volume and it sounds awesome but you can't always get away with that so I've just been bringing like an AC30 kind of amp and uh, yeah pedals I got a couple of Strymon things uh, a couple of, like Earthquaker devices and all the like history oh, worship cool. player uh, pedals that are really cool. Wow, man. Yeah, Earthquaker makes some good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. We saw them at Rocktoberfest. They had a booth set up. It was awesome. Oh, man. I, I wish I could have been there. We were playing a gig somewhere, and I wanted to stop by, but I couldn't. But I heard that was an awesome event, too. Oh, man. I had a blast, man. We got the tape there all day. It was awesome. Yeah. But that's yeah, that good, was like a fun time. Yeah, it was. That's it. I like that setup you you got there, man. What you're describing. I mean, the AC30, like the old Vox. Yeah. Uh, yep. Just beautiful, man. You're talking about like that Beatles kind of like warm kind of tones and all kinds of stuff you can do with it. So you definitely yeah. you definitely have you know your you know your stuff, my man. You got the right stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still uh, I still can't convert to digital as a. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty stupid for it, but there's just something about pushing air that does something to me. You know what? You know, when, when I feel that, it's just you know, it's just not the same plugging straight in for me. But maybe one day I'll convert. Be smart. I'm with you, man. I cannot go digital. I'm a stomp box analog guy, man. I just cannot cannot do it. I just love the feel of the analog, the sound, the stomping. Just come on, man. Analog's great, dude. I- Let's just admit it right now. Yeah, Max, I'm totally with you, dude. I'm in my studio, and my studio, Mr. Albert can attest to it. I got two Marshall 2x12 cabs. And the, oh, reason, man. the reason I did that is because I could take one cab to go when I want to play a show. But when I'm here, man, I run it in I run it in stereo and push air in my studio, man. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Man, that's an awesome setup right there. Nothing like pushing air, buddy. Dude, it's dude, it's <laughs> It's got. I got a dude. I love my Marshall, dude. I'm having a Marshall Renaissance myself, man. Yeah, <laughs> it is like that. <laughs> I just love that tone, man. I just can't get away. You know, when you find something that works, why try? Why just let it work? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's crazy how you know, like people were doing this stuff well, in like '50s, and we still haven't really improved on it much. <laughs> No. I did, dude, they got it right the first time. To improve on. It's great to begin with, <laughs> dude. You had dude geniuses back then perfected it. We've just fine tuned the components. That's, That's right. All yeah. we've done. Yeah, That's it's it. crazy. It's crazy. Especially like when you go to like vintage amp shopping. I found a. Uh, I was trying to find an original Fender basement, 
But to buy like an original one, it's like nine thousand dollars. Yeah, dude. For, right. for one of like crappy conditions, this like, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always find that old family member that said, I used to have one of those and I got rid of it. Yeah, I had it in, I had it in my garage for twenty five years. Damn. I had a bundle of shingles on top of it. Yeah, they had no idea. <laughs> no idea. Half a carburetor yeah. rebuilt on top of it, you know. Yeah, but it just it, the, it breaks your heart, man. You're like, damn you had one of those, I could have got it. But oh well. <laughs> there there's been so many people coming into my dad's shop talking about like their old guitars. They're like, yeah, I had a 52 Les Paul, and I sold it for, you know, a suitcase that I needed when I was traveling. Now I regret it. You know, there's crazy stories about yeah, that. Those stories are real, man. That, that's yeah. sad but true. <laughs> dude, it's insane, dude. Um, I, 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 when I was in the music retail business, man, it, there was always people coming in and telling stories. You kind of feel like a therapist sometimes for them yeah <laughs> talk them off of it yeah it's like man. it's okay you really needed that suitcase i mean i'm sure it served the purpose for that one trip you took right <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad metaphor but yeah, yeah. yeah uh, i'm sure you left it in the attic of the house when you sold the house i'm sure it's no big deal <laughs> oh yeah there's been plenty of those too man. That's cool, man. Dude, that's great. Dude, what's your biggest frustrations when you're playing out live? You know, is there just anything that if you could snap your fingers to make it easier on yourself, what would it be? Not having a bad sound guy. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. No, we've, uh, we've actually been blessed having uh, some really awesome sound guys to work with. Um, we used to have this guy that uh, did a lot of shows with us, Alex Holden, and he was fantastic. And uh, always like the best sound we ever had. He's actually working up at uh, Ramset in Baltimore now, in Fillmore. Wow. But um, okay. yeah, other other than like you know, just making sure you have a good sound guy, just making sure you have good cables, especially patch cables, um, and have plenty of extras. Because I've had plenty of times where they just go bad in the middle of a show. You know, you want to make sure you got plenty of backup and you know, make sure you got plenty of good ones. Max, you have hit it on the head. We have talked about this before. Uh, we we pre we practice what we preach with that in our our band lives outside of the show, and I'm glad that you brought that up because not a lot of people talk talk about that. And you're absolutely right. Your cables are so important; it it can make or break everything. Yeah, so absolutely. You, you and gotta I spend I feel, the money on them, man. You got to spend the money on them. Yeah, yeah. I feel a little guilty with how much I spent on my fast cables for my board because well, <laughs> no. I got a like evidence audio, which is almost the best that money can buy <laughs> right. it's worth it it's What's worth the, it like david really... gilmore uses them so <laughs> uh, yeah we all love david yeah. gilmore trust me if, yeah. he if it's good them, enough for him good. yeah they're good enough for everybody but you can you with that you spend the money and you can rest assured that you're going to be good to go you don't have Absolutely. to worry about any of that forgive my french but any of the dumb shit that could happen in the middle of the show with economy cables and a lot of people don't think about it. You, they're like, oh, I got to have a good amp. I got to have a good guitar. You really need to have good cables. That's the truth, man. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good point for everybody. I hope everybody's listening and taking note of that. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, cool, dude. We got one last question for you. Then we'll let you get back to doing what you're doing. We appreciate your time tonight. It was awesome of you to stop by and, and tell your story, man. Really cool of you. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having me on again. It's always, always a pleasure to get to talk to you, man. Yeah, man. It's cool. Well, dude, we call this best gig, worst gig. You answer in any order you like, but you got to answer both. What do you got for the gurus tonight? 
All right. Uh, they're both funny stories, but uh, I guess I'll start with the, uh, the worst gig because I don't think uh, uh, Robbie or Donovan uh, talked about this. Um, I think I think I was about 17. Robbie must have been 18. And uh, we're set to play at this bar. We'll shall remain nameless. nameless. And, uh, you know, it's like a typical four-hour night. And uh, we show up, and it's like the dingiest place we've ever been. <laughs> and, uh, like, it's just real sketchy. And we show, we start loading up our gear and everything. And uh, the owner comes up to us, and we had our merch guy, Connor Bullis, who was uh, also 17, I think, at the time, and uh, Robbie's brother, who was 17. And they used to uh, run merch together at our shows. Right. And the owner comes up, and he's like, we need you guys to bounce the door. And he's talking to our two 17-year-old uh, friends. We're like, well... You know, we're not even 21. We're just 17. How are we supposed to bounce the doors? And the owner's like, but you also got to let the regulars in. It's like, how are we supposed to know where the regulars are? Right. And uh, <laughs> it was like this whole fiasco, you know, the owner telling two 17-year-olds to bounce the door at this sketchy bar. And, uh, you know, and nice. it was just real crazy. And they were being real stingy with the money afterwards. You guys have been there, done that. Oh, I'm sure. yeah. Everyone has. And, uh, yeah, so it was it was a bit of a fiasco there, and uh, it was just four hours, like, you know, nobody's there. We're just kind of looking at the floor playing our songs. We're like, man, we're never going to play here again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand that, too. Uh, our best gig, I think Robbie and Donovan gave the same answer, which was a uh, calvert Ramey Museum opening up for the Brothers Osborne. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Man. And uh, that, was, that was an awesome show. I'll tell you a, a funny story. I don't think they told you about that. Uh, when we get there, uh, the owners there told us that the brothers Osborne were going to use the tour bus as the green room. So they said that we can go into the green room, which is this upper level, and you can kind of overlook um, the pier and everything. You can see like the concert set up. Well, like, you guys are free to use that because they don't want to use it. Well, we're sitting up there before our sound check, and uh, some guys come in and they're like, "We have food for the brothers Osborne." And they bring in like this whole platter with like chips and snacks and like all their alcohol and everything. And they set out this buffet. So of course we're like the brothers Osborne aren't going to be here. So we just start digging in and we tear, we tear up their food. And so we go down the sound check and when we come back up, they're all in the room with their whole family and the whole band and everything. And we're like, Oh crap. Uh, <laughs> like we just, yeah. we just ate all their food. <laughs> they, they turned out to be using the room. Well, that's not your fault. <laughs> oh, well. <Yeah>. Checks <laughs> in the I'm mail. I'm sticking to that story, too. But what a great story. <laughs> yeah, like I said, checks in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, they were the sweetest guys ever. They, they were so nice. Their whole family was so nice. And um, they, they took us on their tour bus after the show. And uh, they know, they're like, are you boys 21? And me and Robbie weren't 21 at that point. So they're like, well, we don't care. We're going to give you a shot of real Tennessee whiskey. And uh, we took some shots with them after the show. And I can tell that story now that I'm 21. So yeah. sorry, Mom. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, was, that, that was a really fun night. And uh, we, we got to see a lot of people that we really liked out there. And, you know, it was awesome to play for everybody and uh, see them playing. See how a real band does it. <laughs> yeah, good for you, man. That's awesome, dude. That's yeah, I love that food that, story. That, that's love. I love it. <laughs> Dude, Max, this has been awesome. I got I got a surprise question for you real quick before we let you go. It's, not, right. it's not on the questionnaire that you get ahead of time. Who Who's better, you or Christine? <laughs> and uh, I'm only saying that because Christine's a big 
He's he's part of the Guru family. We we mess with him all the time. I'll uh, I'll, an I'll answer somebody. the question this way. You are. Uh, I've, I've I've done a I've done a couple films with Philip. Christine is a better guitar player for Philip, and I'm a better guitar player for Robbie. Bitch. Oh, listen to you running for politics already. You're already <laughs> running for office, man. Don't give me that. No, I, I love I love Chris. He's a really yeah. cool dude. We and, mess with uh, him a lot on here, man. And I have this phrase every time I see him. I always yell, "Christine sucks," and I'll yell it <laughs> like across a parking lot. I don't even care where I'm at. That, <laughs> yes. That's just the kind of relationship because he's a cool guy, man. He's so cool. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's really that, awesome. I saw that picture that you guys had posted the other day, and it was kind of kind of neat, man. Watching it, he, I like the way he captioned it, like, "Hey, Max, can you teach me how to play guitar?" <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was cracking. Yeah, I was cracking up with that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got I got a fan question for you, Max. Oh, fan, fan question. question. This is rare. Yeah, um, got this question got got delivered to me this past Friday when I was watching your band play. Okay. They want to know why do you have such a big pedal board? <laughs> so uh, it depends on uh, what you call big. Okay. <laughs> uh, I used to have a bigger board, and I realized that carrying around eighty pounds was not very good. <laughs> so I downsized, and uh, I guess that that's still a big board. So I just like having options, and uh, I like geeking out about stuff. So um, I'm sort of a pedal nerd. And uh, it's, yeah, I just like having stuff to play around with. It's like, why bring five guitars to a gig? Well, I want to, you know? <laughs> you want to. You want to bring all your stuff, you know? Right. And uh, I, I got a lot of pedals sitting at home that I don't use. So the way I look at it is kind of the bare minimum. But the way other people might look at it is like, man, why do you have so much crap? It's like, yeah, because <laughs> I want to. Right. You can have something that you haven't touched in two years and you look at it and you go, well, I'm not getting rid of it. Uh, just because I haven't right. used it, I'm still not getting rid of it. Right. right. You never it. know when it's going to come in handy. You I know, might you might have later. a session or something. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's the excuse I tell myself to hold on to things and hoard yeah. pedals. So. And that's, it's okay to do that. Trust me. There's going to be no intervention with that. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a stack of newspapers in your house, then we'd have to talk. But pedals, right. no one's ever going to give you crap about that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> man sorry we're having i feel your energy so we're having a good time on this interview tonight man because you are a very positive young man and just we we love having you on here and we appreciate it and i hope we get to do this again yeah me too man i always love getting a nerd out about guitars and stuff and i get pretty excited as you can probably tell i'm like hopping out of my seat here just talking about pedals and stuff so yeah yeah, man, that's Hell cool. Yeah. I had to have you to the studio one time, man. Oh, yeah. We could nerd out in here for a minute. Man, put a tarp <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd love to come down, man. That'd be that'd be awesome. We'll work something out, man. It's cool, real cool. Sweet, cool, dude. Well, dude, Max, thank you for your time tonight. Um, I can't wait for you to hear it back, see what you think, and then I can't wait to hear your fans' response. Because I tell you what, man, every time we have someone on from a Robbie Booth band. The show goes crazy. Yeah. You guys got the fans. You got the energy out there, and it's pretty awesome, dude. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. I had a blast coming on here, man. Uh, you guys really do some awesome work promoting the music scene around here, and I, I always enjoy listening to the show. Thank you for that. Yeah, man. Thank you for listening. That's why we're doing it. Um, we just love helping the, the, the local guys out, man, because it starts here, man. Everything starts here for everybody. Yep. We're all in on the ground floor. Grassroots effort, buddy. Awesome, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. All right, Max, from the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, we say thank you and good night, sir. 
All right, thank you. Good night, guys. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Awesome. Dude, that's an awesome interview (laughs) right there, man. You can feel the energy all around, just having fun, talking about, geeking out about guitars. I know, man. And music and influences and pedals. This is what, I just love it. I love it. Dude, I know there's an age difference between him and us. Sure. But, dude, how his dad raised him in music, dude, it's like I'm talking to my my peer man you know, right there that's exactly right it all comes from the influence and that's why everything's so important about passing that on and getting your kids involved and you know music and everything but i will say like you said um what you what you were saying was yeah there's an age difference but it didn't feel like that at all not at because all there's that common bond of music guitars influences you know the whole the whole shebang, dude. I invited them to the studio. <laughs> I know you, yeah, yeah. That's we'll come geek out here for a while, right? <laughs> Get lost. This is pretty rare that you've done that, but right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I felt good, man. It's good, man. I think it's documented and it's gonna come across well for everybody. Yeah, Max Tucker, you are awesome, buddy. Thank you so much, everybody. Check out the Robbie Booth band, Max this... and the. Robbie and Donovan the, and the boys and right. everybody, man. Yeah, I forgot. To, dude, we've had, yeah, we've had everybody on, but... <laughs> I know, got, like, like Max said, yeah, everybody but me. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to save the best for last, right? Exactly. There it is. Exactly. But, dude, dude, that's cool, man. Check Robbie Booth Band out this Friday, 6 o'clock at the Hollywood Fire Department. Yeah. I'm gonna make. I'm going to try to make that show if I can, man. Yeah. See how my Friday goes. Go say hi to another member of the Guru family of Tony Wolf in that band. Right. Man, don't forget Tony now. Yeah. So that's cool, man. Real cool. Man, what an awesome lineup that band has. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. Cool, dude. Well, let's transition into the Island Music Guitar of the Week. What do you think about that? Let's get it on. That thing is sexy. Yeah, dude. I've had to sit on this thing for like 10 days because I actually picked it up the week of Rocktoberfest. You had it the whole time? No, no. I've, I turned it back in normal on that Monday after Rocktoberfest, oh. but I've, I documented and had all this for a week already. Wow. So I would go back this Friday to get the new one. Nice. So dude, I've been sitting on this, so let's get right into it because we're running behind, so i got to catch up. Yeah, we'll catch up. All right, so we have a Charvel Warren Demartini Signature Pro Mods guitar with the Blood and Skull graphics on it, dude. Mm. Dude, first of all, it's Rats Warren D. Martini. Yeah. That just makes it awesome right there. You know it. Dude, Rat and Roll. It's old school. Detonator, you know. It's all good. Out of the cellar. Dude, yeah, it's all good, dude. I remember, dude, I remember, dude, Rat's awesome. That's why I geeked out when I got this one this time, dude. So let's dive into it, dude. It's D. Martini's signature sound and style, man. Rat's most esteemed guitarist may have retro taste when it comes to the custom skull and bones graphics on this Warren D on the Warren's D Martini signature. Okay. Yeah. Solid body electric guitar. But when he takes the ax on the road, he grabs a high tech model that can deliver the performance he needs show after show. You'll get these same custom tweaks in the pro mod series, including an accessible truss rod wheel at the base of the neck. So it makes changing the neck, um, um, adjustments super easy. Wow. Okay. Dude, that that was cool. Um, I have a couple guitars that have that on there, and that's a that's the most awesome kind of feature you can get to upgrade it on your deck is having that truss rod roller right there. It's pretty cool. Um, it's got a jaw dropping Seymour Duncan tone from that humbucker in the bridge position, and like I said earlier, it's got that quarter sawn maple neck 
that's just a pure joy to play. All right, dude. It's got pro mod touches, including Martini's favorite performance tweaks. The Charvel's Pro Mod series began as a way to provide the custom shop favorite mods at a more affordable price point. And this Martini signature is a perfect example. In addition to the cool graphic finish, this guitar includes Charvel's handy truss rod mod, makes it reliable, rock ready on the road, and it has the Floyd Rose 1000 double locking tremolo bridge. That lets you do all the dive bombs you want. Oh, dive bombs! Yeah, dude. If you if you own a guitar with a Floyd Rose and you don't dive bomb it, then you don't, I don't understand why you have it. <laughs> we, you got to play around with it. That's a common phrase around here. Dive bomb. bomb dive bomb the trim arm, <laughs> and you won't have to worry about it slipping out of tune, man. Yeah. Uh, the quarter song neck and compound radius fretboard play like a dream, dude. I had this thing, man. I was jamming it out, you know, Sunday while I was editing the Rocktober. F- Best footage I was jamming out the guitar at the same time. It was kind of nice. cool. Kind of cool how I was doing it. Um, it features the one piece quarter saw maple neck, so it's one piece. It's that's usually only found on higher end guitars, but on this model, they made that mod to make it affordable. Wow, okay. All right, and quarter saw necks provide extra strength and stability. Besides looking good, the straight grain of a quarter saw neck is about 50 more 50% more stable than plain saw necks. So that's cool too. So it adds to the stability of the wood. So, so it's less, less likely to warp then. Yeah, warp, twist, or shrink, okay. too. So you get all three. Uh, either you, if either of you play smooth rhythms or furious leads, you'll love to feel the radius at the nut. It just it it flattens to 16 inches at the 12th fret, and you just got that right feel you need to grab chords in the lower positions, while the while the flatter upper register. Allows blazing fast fretwork. Really cool, dude. Really cool. Really cool. That's all I'm saying. So let's go over to tech specs real quick. All right. Cool. Um, it's got 22 frets, 25 and a half inch scale length. It's got a nut width of 1.6875 inches. Um, they call the neck shape a Sandemus. It's got a 12 to 16 inch compound radius fretboard, a fingerboard, double cutaway body, bolt on neck, quarter saw maple. Uh, the Adler wood for the body, maple fingerboard, of course. It's got the humbucker, Seymour Duncan humbucker in the bridge in the bridge position, and it's a cut. It's a custom Demarpini uh, humbucker too, so it's not a standard off the shelf. Okay. So that adds a little allure to it. Of course, it has the Floyd Rose 1000 locking trumpo, double locking tremolo, sealed gears on the, the tuning machines at the headstock. It's a right-handed guitar, of course. Um, and they call it the Pro Mod series, and that's your We Warren D Martini signature Blood and Skull Pro Mod, man. Yeah, I want to get back to this uh, neck shape, San Dimas. Isn't that where Bill and Ted went to high school? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> San Dimas, <laughs> rock on, dude. I know that's the Charvels. That's where Charvel started. Was the San Dimas? Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So a Pro Mod that is like when your artist gets together with the manufacturer, specs it out. I mean, and this thing, at, at an affordable price, I mean, what are we talking here? Twelve ninety nine. Wow, okay, so, great. So, and the U.S. versions are 3000 Holy smokes. So that's your difference. Wow, what a big difference. It depends on your pocketbook, man, and what you want. If, yeah. War, if Rat was your favorite band and Warren was your favorite guitar player, you're probably going to buy the U.S. version. 
if if he's just one of your guys that you like growing up and you want to celebrate your fandom by having one of his pieces, but you don't want to go broke, right? And you still want to jam it on and play gigs with it. That twelve ninety nine one's perfectly a okay. Absolutely, it's a workhorse. Yep, you take it on the road with you. Yeah, you take that. Don't take the three thousand dollar guitar out with you. That stays home. You keep nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, but that was the guitar of the week, man. It was an awesome guitar, man. Yeah, it seems like I had it so long ago. <laughs> right. But we'll, we'll crank it up again this weekend, start anew, get another one, document it, talk about it next weekend. We'll go on, man. As we do every week. Yeah. Courtesy of Island Music Company. We'll play in Maryland. That's right, dude. That's right. Get down there, pull it off the wall, check it out. Tell them the gurus sent you. Say, I want to see the guitar of the week. They would love to have that in your hands. Trust me. That's right, dude. Yeah, they welcome you, man, with open arms. That's right. Cool. (laughs) Guitar of the week, man. Dude. Wow. I'm ready for a break. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a break, get reorganized, come back. We're going to do the Jesse Wickline Allied Renovations 2 for Tuesday shout-outs. Yeah. Then we're going to talk to Eric Wathen on the Ollie's Barn Girl Soundstage phone system, get that last interview documented, Um, talk a little bit, and then we're going to get down out of here, man. Yeah, episode 47, Guitar Guru is coming at you here. That's right, man. We're on, dude. It's taking a break. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio yo 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 albin let's talk construction all right mr harsher what's up our good friends at allied renovations and offer the best value when it comes to replacing your home's exterior whether it be your roof or facade did you know that how does he do it streamlined operations jesse and his team have been part of the roofing community since 2015 did you know that really yeah jesse has some of the deepest roots in our community did you know that why does that matter because you don't have to worry about the here today gone tomorrow contractor schemes that are out there you know he's gonna be around that's some great stability yes it is so if and when the time comes your home needs help with its roof or facade please don't forget to contact Jesse Wickline at Allied Renovations. That number is 301-399-7031. Once again, that number is 301-399-7031. They are waiting for your call. Welcome back to the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. If you're lucky, you'll see these two on a tandem bicycle riding down 925. We see each other through different eyes. Oh yeah, dude, we're back from break and we're cranking along, man, and we're in the home stretch, dude. That's right. Dude, how are you doing tonight, man? Man, I'm energized, man. I'm loving this, man. So am I. How lucky are we to be doing this every week? Oh, we're Hell, very lucky. Lucky dude, popping ollies over poppin here. Popping ollies with our belly full of spoons. That's right, yeah, dude. Yeah, we're, we're living life, man. Talking to all these great people every week. Man, how do you think I'm doing? <laughs> dude, I'm doing fantastic. Dude, right now, I mean, I know this is broad. This won't, you won't hear this. It'll be too late, but... Damn, it's seven to nothing in the uh, Nationals game right now. Yeah, dude, World Series bound unless we have an epic fail. That's <laughs> right. So if anybody can hook us up with some tickets, send the gurus to the World Series. We'll review it. Right. Just hook us up with two seats. That's all we need. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude. All right, dude. 
It's my favorite part of the show, and then I know it's yours too. My favorite part, dude. Yes. This is the Jesse Wickline Allied Renovations Two for Tuesday shoutouts, and we're gonna have Mister Alden read the list this week, and this list is nice. As we, as I do every week, because it's my favorite part as well. It's the Two for Tuesday shoutouts, brought to you by Jesse Wickline and the Allied Renovations. Dude, thank you for your sponsorship, man. All right, let's get it on. Thank you guys for your likes and your shares and your love and your support. We've got Bob Richards, Lisa Watts, Wayne Hosier, Steve Pence, Rob Blake, Mike Maroney, JC Moore, Kristen Sweet, Sean Kirkpatrick, Brent Robbins, Rick Curl, Mike Stacy, Trish Galliano, Vinny Bobarino, Outside the Wire, Carly Zacutney, and last but not least, our sponsor, Jesse Wickline. That's your two for Tuesday shout outs brought to you by Allied Renovations. Jesse Wickline sponsored. Thank you guys for everything. We appreciate it. We love you. Thank you so much. Without you, we are not here. Awesome, dude. You knocked it out of the park, I love man. It. It's my favorite part. I love it too, man. Well, that's awesome, dude. So, dude, we're going to get the Ollie's Barn Grill Soundstage phone system cranking right now. And we're going to get Mr. Eric Wathen on from the Bradley Turner Band. What do you think about that? Let's get it on. All right. Soothing tone, sir. All right. Eric Wathen coming to you right now on the Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system on the Guitar Guru Show. Here we go, dude. It's ringing. Come on, Eric. Hello. Eric, it's Dan from Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Absolutely, man. What's going on? Awesome, dude. We're here in the studio tonight. We got the game on in the background. We're watching our Nationals uh, stomp the Cardinals 7-0 in the bottom of the third. Man, they're killing it, aren't they? Oh, dude, it's so beautiful to watch it go down. Oh, my God. We got, we've got had it on the whole night, man. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it can go all the way, man. I'm hoping. Yeah, dude, same here, man. I think I think we're going to do it, though, man. This is awesome. It's looking good. Well, cool, dude. Well, let's just start this thing off, man. I've been excited to talk to you for quite some time now since we booked you. So I just want to jump into it. Um, I want to get your backstory. I want to know when you dis- when you discovered music, how you discovered music, why you play music, and how you wound up to be in the Bradley Turner Band. Well, uh... Uh, we'll back it all the way up. Uh, I started playing drums back in uh, high school, uh, middle school, actually, uh, into high school. And then um, just kind of went from there. Um, once I graduated, I started picking the guitar up and developed a little bit of that Dave Grohl disease and started picking guitar a little bit. And uh, just kind of escalated from there and started booking solo gigs when I was 17. Um, started out at a little bar called Russell's Bar in Valley Lee. Shout out. Oh, wow. Russell's. And, uh, yeah, a little, little hole in the wall. I started off, made a hundred bucks that night. Thought nice. I was the, thought I was the king. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, I started doing that for a while. And, um, a mutual friend of me and Brad's, um, Billy Yeager, he hit me up and he was like, man, I got Bradley Turner. He's playing on uh, Wednesdays for happy hour down at Eight Pangers. You need to come out, you know, and um, play a couple songs. And he helped me, you know, before I even met Bradley, just kind of bring out, you know, better guitar players here and me. And um, 
I started going there on Wednesdays. I think I was 19, 20 years old. I was going into eight bangers and getting something to eat and listening to Brad's. He had a little acoustic trio thing going on and I was playing songs and then we just started playing together and just fell off from there. We've been together for almost, I mean, five years now. Wow. Great. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy how time flies nowadays. Yeah, it's quick, man. Real quick. Yeah, we're coming up on a year doing this show, which is insane. Oh, man. Congratulations. I know. <laughs> flew by, man. Yeah, it all goes by very quick, man. Yeah, I remember just seeing when y'all guys started on Facebook, y'all were sharing everything, and I mean, y'all had some awesome guests, and always look forward to hearing who's coming up and who's coming up this week, and just stay in tune, you know. Yeah, I love to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah, so so good job on the. I mean, congrats on the five years of just. And who knows what your your path's going to take you on? Here you are, five years later, still playing with with Bradley and all that. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's great, been man. a it's it's been a fun ride, man. And uh, hopefully the trains keep keeps it going. Yeah, man, it will. But are you going to be at Apes this Sunday? <laughs> yeah, we'll be at Apes. I think uh, Albert, you're going to be there, right? I'll be there, man. Yeah, we're doing the uh, the Fall Fest at Ape Hangers on the Sunday the 20th. Yep, I cannot wait to play that show with you guys. It's going to be awesome, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think we're going to we're gonna actually break out. I think our bass player, um, Jamie Proctor, awesome dude as well. Um, <laughs> he, he gave us a text. I think he's got to work a 24-hour shift. He's a firefighter. So I think we're going to rock the acoustic trio for that Sunday. But it'll still be a, it'll be a hell of a time. Yeah, it absolutely will be, man. I cannot wait. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that's, that's going to be cool. awesome. Real cool. Hell yeah, man. Dude, <laughs> so what's the what what's what are you talking about with Bradley in the background when y'all aren't jamming? I mean, y'all got a master plan of what the goal of the band's going to be? Is you something you want to share? Um, um, as of right now, nothing really. We're just kind of rolling with the flow. Um, just playing out as much as we can. And uh, just kind of doing the old-fashioned, you know, just just gigging, 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 you know. And uh, hopefully at some point, I hope we, we got a bunch of songs between Bradley and I um, that we've got just written up, half-written songs, you know, that could potentially be something pretty good. Oh, wow. And okay. uh, I'd hope to hope to lay a few of those down, get an EP together at some point. Um, but you know how life goes. It's just, it's every day. Right. So Yeah, you got to make time for the things you love, man. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. So we're excited. We're excited to hear that. We can't wait to hear some of that material come out. Man. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, so we know about the show Sunday at Apes. What other uh, live shows do you guys got planned? What's in the books? What can you share for us? Um, I think I was just looking at the calendar. I think we've got, um, let's see, November 10th. I think we're doing a Sunday at Hunt's tavern i think we're probably doing three to seven gig there um november 23rd we'll have the full banded ape hangers again um that'll be a i think it's a saturday night uh that'll be a good time we always have a good turnout at apes that's like our our hometown bar there you go so we always always got a crew that comes out there that's awesome (laughs) i like that (laughs) then we're at the uh November's, I think we're a little light on November. December, I think, I know we have the, uh, the Cow Tide, December 13th. Yeah, that's a, mile, going that's a mile from my house. I might I might pop in on you then. Nice. Oh, yeah, man. Come I on down. It's a, we have a great time there. That sounds awesome, man. 
I didn't know that uh, Chinese food and country music could go together, but it does. You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing shocking in Charles County, my man. Uh, no doubt. No doubt about it. I love that's the most truest statement of all time. Isn't it ever? Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys played You guys played that uh, show with Sam Grove this, this year at the Blue Crab Stadium, right? Yep, yep. That was a uh, that was a funny story. We uh, we played the Fourth uh, July at the Regency Furniture Stadium. Yeah. Um, you know the weather wasn't super cooperative, and uh, rain came in. We were trying to hold off and see what time we were supposed to play. We wound up playing, uh, you know, five thirty starting show at seven o'clock. Uh, we got about an hour in, and then got one hour we played and then sam was going to go on he got three songs in and it was just a torrential downpour yeah it was a messy night with the weather yeah but uh before that before we were just talking to um uh, joe barrett just you know just shooting the bird and and whatever and he goes man y'all y'all playing tomorrow it was i think it was a friday night or something like that so he goes y'all playing tomorrow friday we're like nah man we're not we don't got nothing going on he goes y'all want to open up for us at cowboy coast in ocean city yeah. <laughs> so, like, so I think it was uh, me and our drummer, uh, George Havoc, we're just sitting there, and I was like, man, I ain't doing nothing. You doing anything? And he goes, nah, we're not doing nothing. He goes, let's ask the other guys. And they were like, yeah, we're down for it. Let's go. So we wound up going there on a Friday night in uh, Ocean City playing for about an hour over in Cowboy Coast, which was awesome. How, nice, that, how was that crowd for you? Oh, the crowd was awesome. The crowd was absolutely awesome. And it's just – it's. That place is just so awesome for, in general, for any type of music. The venue is just spectacular. Nice, man. That's, that's cool. all. That's great, man. Sometimes you just gotta take the ride, man. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one of those times where it was just everything fell into place to where it was like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Sweet. But dude, what's your current rig? What's your current guitar? What what's T- tell us about your gear. What's what's your favorite stuff, man? Um, right now I'm doing a um, I'm running a standard Telecaster uh, limited series with the uh, it's all white with the matching headstock. Yeah, and that's like my that's my bread and butter guitar. I freaking love that thing, man. Beautiful. Oh, I know what and you're then, talking about. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, Keith Grasso. He I was in the island for probably about four hours just playing guitars because I needed to upgrade. And he goes, you know what? I got one in the back. And he pulled that out, and I just had to buy it. That's cool, man. Nice. <laughs> I, I got the Strat version of that with the white, oh, really? with, the, with the matching headstock. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, dude, it's cool. It's got that. But, uh, it's got that pearl coat to it too, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, dude, I love it, man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, we are. We are. I mean, we're not partial, but we are definitely lean towards the fenders around here because we love some fenders around here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm definitely on your ship for that. Yeah. You know, I'm. I'm hopping on because I'm. I'm all fender. Yeah, Dan. Um, Dan I'm, here's got a lot of fenders. Got a lot of jazz masters. Got strats and all that and i only play fender basses i mean that's that's just i'm a fender guy yeah look at the shirt i'm wearing right now fender it says fender all over it so perfect we're just we love fender guitars man they're just there's something about it i'm with you i'm with you 100 percent just the the ease and the playability of it is i i can't describe it it's just it's, it's always there yeah 
That's right. Um, what kind of but, amp um, do you jam on? I'm running a deluxe reverb with the uh, tweed finish on the outside. I picked nice. up. I, I picked that up from a guy in Huntingtown. Got a pretty decent deal on it, and I'm still playing. I think I bought it about two years ago, and uh, that's been that's been my amp choice for a little while now. Great. And uh, I'm also doing. I got a Squire. It's like a surf green finish Jazzmaster that I just keep on backup, and I'll play it every once in a while. Yeah. But What's the telly's just. What does that? What does that amp weigh? Roughly, you think? Ooh, it's it, it, it's a good fifty pounds. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it a, is it a horse to haul or is it you know? No, uh, I actually broke down and bought a, a rolling case for it, a rack case for it, and uh, that makes the job ten times easier. Okay. Yeah, save your back, right? <laughs> Absolutely, I'm all for saving the back. <laughs> awesome man love it dude that's awesome dude uh what's your biggest frustrations in the music industry and performing out if you could snap your fingers to change something what would you change uh, i think it always goes the the original music scene just uh just with uh venues and things around here i mean you can kind of intermingle it into your sets and things like that but if I could just snap my finger and, you know, play an all-original show, that's just one thing that comes to mind as far as frustrations. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, you know, you got to play your covers to get it, you know, to get the people you know, what they want, and I'm all for it. But, um, you know, sometimes you just want to wanna put your stuff out there as much as you can, and sometimes it's kind of hard doing that. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I feel you. No, I agree with you. I, w- I would love to hear more original music. Um, it would be nice that way. You know, I don't want to really get into that too much, but I I understand where you're coming from, and I, I got I got you 100 percent on it. I understand. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, that's cool, dude. Well, dude, you've been an awesome interview tonight, man. We appreciate the time you've taken out of your night to talk with us. We I know you wake up super early to do your day gig. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So say hi to all the boys at the shop for me tomorrow. Tell little Louie. Yeah. Tell little Louie I said what's up. He'll know what. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell Junior what's up. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I even love that name better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you can use it on the next time. I definitely will. I'll see him tomorrow. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> yeah. like still having to do the day gig. So, <laughs> hey, guess what? I don't have to get up at the crack of dawn tomorrow. I got jury duty. <laughs> I can sleep in and go sit at the courthouse. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, lucky me. Yeah, yeah. You'll make a, what do you make? Fifteen bucks 15, for that. Fifteen bucks. Nice. Yeah, that's gonna be great. It's not even enough for Chick Fil A for lunch. Yeah. Right. What am I talking about? I'm gonna go drink my lunch that day. <laughs> all right, all right, Eric. If we call this best gig, worst gig, you answer in any order you like, but you gotta answer both. All right, best gig. Oof, let's go best gig first. That's a hard one. Yeah. But uh, I always go back. I think it was a couple years ago. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the little bar called Scuttlebutt over in uh, Cobb Island. I remember it. Uh, it used to be an old bait shop. I mean, you might be able to fit 50 people in there on a good night. Yeah. But um, we had one night. I think it was just the three of us, me, Bradley, and, uh, and George, George Havoc. And we... 
we had like the biggest turnout people were outside the door and although i mean it's not like a thousand people but everybody was just so into the music i mean i couldn't you can't put a price on the feeling with that yeah and that was, i could i could probably say that was one of the best gigs um thus far i mean all those small bar gigs where people are into the music i mean those are some of the best gigs that we've had yeah um for sure um worst gig worst gig's a hard one i remember i, I remember listening to brad um uh, telling the story about that time at the last drop where we were just everybody was out of whack and uh i remember that story that's awesome <laughs> Uh, we've had a couple nights we had a couple nights like that I mean a couple of like the private gigs um, sometimes they could be um, they could be hit or miss um, I remember a house party one time They, I think we played for like seven hours straight and I just couldn't play anymore wow seven hours like it was it was unreal oh I'm my like, god and they were just like play more play more and I'm like I, I can't I can't I'm just done yeah, you know, and you know, I'm I'm down to do it, but I mean, tonight tonight wasn't the night, dude. Do you have carpal tunnel? You do now, <laughs> right? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. God, seven hours. That's I mean, a it was a, it was all it was like an all day event. Wow, dude, that that just that's just too much. Yeah, it's like it, like I mean, you talk about you know gigs. You know, it's your local watering holes. Yeah. You know, you're playing. Yeah, that's almost that's almost enough right there. I mean, you had you had another hour or two onto it. It's just right. It's like going down a hole. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it, man. That's no. insane. Four man. hours is it's just four hours was draining you to begin with. Yep. And to even add three or four songs to a four-hour set, you're just like, man, I'm done. Yep. Now, yep, add three exactly. hours to that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No way. no way. There's not, and I don't want to. I don't want this to be misconstrued or taken the wrong way, but there's just not enough money for that kind of time. <laughs> yeah, I all. feel you. I feel you. At all. That's that, ridiculous. <laughs> that is yeah. nuts, man. It's nuts. That's what's it, man. <laughs> it's knocking futs, man. That's knocking futs. That's right. Yeah, man. Well, dude, Eric thanks again for taking the time out tonight loved having you on now that you've been on you're part of the family here and we'd definitely be reaching out to you in the future to have you back on man real cool awesome man hey i'm glad you guys had me on i appreciate you guys reaching out and giving my little spiel and you know just hanging out with the boys man yeah we love it we enjoyed it man thank you so much for doing this Anytime, anytime. You know my number. That's right, man. I got it it programmed in, man. We got the Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system. It's cranking it, man. (laughs) Real quick, Eric, do you drink beer? Absolutely. All right, I'm going to buy you one Sunday, brother. That'll work. Yeah. I'll buy you one, too. Well, then, there we go. We're even Stevens. That's right. All right. (laughs) I love it, dude. (laughs) All right, Eric, man. Thanks again from the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus. We say thank you and good night. All right. Thank you, fellas. All right, man. Take it easy. Peace. You you too. All right. There he goes, dude. (laughs) Okay, phone hung up. You heard the beeps, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. We got a a new system here. So (coughs) there we go.
Eric Waffen, thank you so much, man. Yeah, Bradley Turner Band. For being cool, being on the show, geeking out over gear. Just awesome, man. So, Bradley Turner Band, get over to check them out. You heard Eric's interview. Cool dude, man. Laid back. Understands the, the whole process of just being a good dude. We loved having him on. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to him. Um, can't wait to use the junior term tomorrow. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Got some new information. I got new information. <laughs> so it's real cool, man. So Eric yes. Wilden, Bradley Turner Band, thank you for coming on. Love talking to you guys, man. Saw Bradley at Rocktoberfest. Remember? Yeah, he popped in for us here before before the day got started. That's correct. Because he knew he couldn't make it later, so he popped in to say hi. Exactly. He's a good dude, man. Appreciate that. It's a cool dude. Dude, what a show tonight, man. Great show tonight. We're getting back in the groove. We're like like we missed we didn't miss a beat. Nope, I'm back in I'm feeling comfortable now. Yeah, I missed this chair. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I want this chair in my life. <laughs> I the love rest it. of my life. Dude, you gotta um dude, shout out to the St. Mary's Inter- the Enterprise, the newspaper in St. Mary's County. That's right. We didn't touch on this yet. No, I was saving it for the end. So, we got nominated for Best Radio Personalities in St. Mary's County. Yeah. Yeah, and we're going up against T-Bone and Heather. So. You believe this? I did. It's insane. We're up for Best Radio Personalities. Yeah. Us. Me and you. Yeah, in St. Mary's County. I mean, what the hell is going on around here? This is great. It's awesome. I don't know who nominated us. We'll probably never find out. But whoever it was. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. This and thank cool. you for everybody we've seen voting. Because you can vote every day, daily. And we've already seen a lot of people voting every day consistently. And we want to thank you especially for that kind of support. Yeah. Dude, this could become an award-winning show. Could be. Could, could be. be. We're trying our best. Give us the bragging rights for that, people. Help us out. Yeah, rock the vote out. Rock the vote. You've got all kinds of... Uh, uh, voting that you can do between the Enterprise and the Independent, and you know you've got David Higgins nominated for journalism. You've got us for the show. Uh, Sean and, and Trilogy—they're nominated on the Independent site as as best band. On the Enterprise site, I think you have Bradley Turner's band. Right. So there you go. Get over there, check it out, make some votes. Yeah, vote every day. Take some time to do it. Yeah, that's cool. Show your support. That's cool, man. But at the end of the day, just make sure your gurus win this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. We got to take we, down T Bone and Heather. We really want to be like the ones. Yeah. Not a knock against T Bone and Heather, but we want to win this thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, cool, dude. I, I think we've hit all the bases. We, we had, did, dude. We had David Higgins on from Southern Maryland Chronicle for Higgy on the Beat. With Tyler Brotherton setting in the slot position um, to report on what he he saw at the green door. Real cool. You're only going to hear that here. That's right. Route 4 band, Tyler Brotherton. Right. Um, then we had Sean Kirkpatrick on. Sean in 60 seconds. Talk to him and his whole thing in October. We're going to be telling um, paranormal stories or scary stories. Yeah. So that'll be kind of cool. I love spice, it. Spice it up, man. I nice. think that's cool. So all October we'll be doing that. Ooh. And then um, we talked about the Spoons meal review. Yep. That was awesome. 
Um, talked about popping ollies, <laughs> helping ollies out, the ollie stage. If you talked about popping ollies, I just kept popping them. Right, there it is. <laughs> exactly. Um, you had the Guitar of the Week from Island Music. Yep. That was awesome. Warren D. Martini, Charvel Pro Mod Series. Yeah. Highly advise you to go get it if you're in the market. Then we had two featured guests. We had Max Tucker, Robbie Booth Band, and Eric Wathen, Bradley Turner Band. That's right. So that was awesome right there, man. Just hit the home runs. Two great feature guests this week. It was it was guitar bass week. I loved it. And isn't it great? And we geeked out with them, talked about all their gear, got to hear about Eric's Telecaster, the same series that I have, the Stratocaster. That's in. Right. So I know that finish that he got, and I know why he likes it. It's a pretty finish, dude. Yep. So I, I loved hearing that stuff. Then I loved hearing about Max's dad building guitars. Isn't that awesome? Can't wait to meet that guy. I got to call him up next. We got to get Scott Tucker on the oh, yeah, show. Man. Yeah, I got to send a message. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, we're going to complete that circuit. Yep. And we also had the Two for Tuesday shout-outs brought to you by Jesse Wickline and Allied oh, Renovations. That's correct, man. Can't forget about that segment because that's my favorite part of the show. And that saved it for last. That's right, man. So, dude, I, I'm spent, man. I'm done. All right. Well, go Nats. Yeah, go Nats. It's it's but game four. So we're looking to sweep if we can hold yeah, on. So if you're listening to this right now on Thursday night, hopefully we, we already know we're in the World Series. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude. So I think I'm good. Are you good? I'm good, man. Dude, that's it, man. We thank everybody for tuning in every week. We love doing the live chat with you guys. Um, this has just been a phenomenal past almost a year now. We've almost. Been, we're um, so close. We're so close. Um, we just want to thank everybody. We have some more sponsorships coming up. I'm working on them now. I've finalized one, but we're not announcing it yet. But stay tuned. That's coming. And it's going to be real cool. So we got some real cool stuff planned coming up for you guys. Yeah. And we appreciate you, everybody, tuning in every week and checking us out. So. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan. We're Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. And Alvin, I'm going to say goodbye. What about you? I just want to say I love you all and good night and have a great weekend. Perfect. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>